but Bellarosa's stare is fixed on Susan. I am incensed that this man is looking at my wife's naked body. This scene stays frozen, Susan and Frank as motionless as the statues beside them, and I too am frozen, powerless to intervene, though I need to protect Susan. Then I see that she has become aware of Bellarosa's presence, but she does not react. I don't understand this. She should not be standing naked in front of this man. I'm angry at her, and at him, and a stream of rage races through my mind, but I can't put this rage into words or sounds. As I stare at Susan, she turns her back to the pool and to Bellarosa, and I think she is going to leave. Then she turns her head in my direction, as though she's heard a sound. I make a move toward her, but suddenly she lifts her arms and springs backward into the pool, and in long, powerful strides she moves naked through the moonlit water toward Frank Bellarosa. I look at him, and I see that he is now naked, standing with his arms folded across his chest. He is a large, powerfully built man, and in the moonlight he appears as imposing and menacing as the naked stone god beside him. I want to shout out to Susan, to warn her to come back but something tells me to stay silent, to see what happens. Susan reaches the far end of the pool and lifts herself into the water-filled seashell, where she stands near the towering statue of Neptune. She is looking up at Bellarosa, who has not moved from the edge of the pool, except to turn his face toward her. They stare at each other, unnaturally motionless. Then Bellarosa steps into the shallow water of the seashell, where he stands in front of Susan. They are speaking, but all I can hear is the rushing sound of the spouting water. I am enraged at this scene, but I still can't believe that Susan wants to be there, and I wait for her to dive back into the pool and swim away from him. Yet the longer she remains standing naked in front of him, the more I realize that she has come here to meet him. As I let go of any hope that Susan will dive back into the pool and swim away, she kneels into the shallow water, then moves her face into Bellarosa's groin and takes him into her mouth. Her hands grasp his buttocks and pull him closer to her face. I close my eyes, and when I open them again, Susan is lying on her back in the scalloped seashell. Her legs are spread wide, and they dangle over the edge of the waterfall and Bellarosa is now standing in the reflecting pool, and he buries his face between her thighs. Then, suddenly, he pulls Susan's legs up so they rest on his shoulders, and he seems to rise out of the water as he enters her with a powerful thrust that forces a deep cry from her lips. He continues his rough thrusts into her until she screams so loudly it startles me. Mr. Sutter, Mr. Sutter, sir, we are descending. Please fasten your seatbelt. What? We're descending, a female voice said. You need to fasten your seatbelt and put your seat in the full upright position. Oh. I adjusted my seat and fastened my seatbelt, noticing that little John was also in the full upright position. My goodness, that's embarrassing. What brought that on? Then I remembered my dream. 
I never asked Susan how, when, and where she began her affair with Frank Bellarosa. This is not the sort of information one needs to hear in any detail, but it was something that remained missing from what I did know. My shrink, if I had one, would say that my dream was an unconscious attempt to fill in this lacuna, the missing piece of the affair. Not that it mattered a decade after I divorced her. In legal terms, I charged adultery, and she admitted to it. The state did not require any juicy details or explicit testimony, so neither should I. The British Airways flight from London to New York crossed over the Long Island Sound, descending toward John F. Kennedy International Airport. It was a sunny day, a little after 4 p.m., Monday, May 27th, and I remembered that today was Memorial Day in America. Below, on the north shore of Long Island, I could see a place called the Gold Coast, where I used to live.